Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's not a happy national signing day anymore. Uh, Tennessee outside the top 10. That's where they're going to finish. They've hovered right around 12 for uh, the better part of, I would say, six, seven, eight months. Once the class started to solidify a little bit. So we have it on the uh, YouTube page right now. And I would love for you to vote. It is our poll question, not today's tough question. That comes up a little bit later with Jimmy Himes. Jimmy Himes, the one, the only, the Hall of Famer, the legend. Join us. So National Signing Day and the Vols don't have a top 10 class. How does that sit with you? Vote now. You've got one selection still building. All good. Then you've got another that's kind of down the middle. I can live with it. And then you've got the third Josh Heupel has to recruit better. Where would you fall out of those three choices? And go ahead and vote. We certainly appreciate it. And Fallout Zone, I'm with you, man. I I miss those days. I can remember one prospect signing with, I think it was Julian Battle that signed with Virginia or Virginia Tech, and his parents didn't write off on it. So you had to be a certain age. And Julian Battle at like 7 o'clock that night, 7 o'clock in the morning, he was going to somewhere in Virginia, and 7 o'clock that night, he was coming to Tennessee. I got a ton of stories like that. So, all right, here we go. Hit that like button, subscribe. We greatly appreciate that. It means a lot. The channel continues to grow, and we love you guys. You're part of our community, and I mean that. And uh, our sponsors also, we love them. They're part of our community. And if we tell you that they are fantastic to go to, you can absolutely trust us. No question about it. Campbell Cunningham, Taylor and Hahn. Enjoy life better when you see better. Local vision service for LASIK, cataract surgery, and regular eye examination. CCTIs.com. CCTIs.com. All right, Caleb. So, Tennessee, given that poll question that we have up on the YouTube page right now, where would you fall in that still building? All good. I can live with it. Josh Heupel has to recruit better. I think long-term he does, but I don't think it's anything to worry about this year, believe it or not. And 
for some context, and actually we're going to talk about this later in the show with returning production, but for some context, Michigan hasn't had a, has barely had top 10 classes over the past few years. I think they've had one, and I broke this down with Jim Harbaugh's, uh, my video on Jim Harbaugh on Sunday. The focus on Michigan was to get everybody to come back knowing they would be a more disciplined, focused team if they have more experience. And get in an, in an age of NIL, when players are transferring from place to place all the time, Dave, I think it's a safe bet. If you have the number one recruiting class and you have 10 five-stars, even Georgia, I bet only six of those five-stars are at Georgia within... Say Georgia gets 10 five-stars. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they get 10. I bet the, even the best programs only keep 60% of their five-stars within two years nowadays yeah. in, in age of NIL. Well, but, but the transfer portal is a factor in a lot of the recruiting rankings, right? They re rejudge these guys. No, they do. They These are just recruiting rankings for the 2024 class. That's the talent composite rankings you're talking about. This is just recruiting rankings. Okay, I don't so, think it's a big. So let me ask you, where are they in the talent composite rankings? That's not out yet for, okay. for 2024. Uh, they need to be top five in that consistently, I, I believe. And uh, Tennessee, and, and, and the reason is because you're trying to overcome the most talented program in the nation and that's Georgia and I'm sorry you can you can be insightful you can be innovative you can be all those things if you're Josh Heupel but Jimmy's and Joe's win games not X's and O's for the large part so I think it has to be better I'm actually going to say Josh Heupel has to recruit better which is only seven percent of the vote now ideally here's the way this thing is going to shake out and I told you the market would shake itself out and this is the way it's going to shake it itself out. Hit that like button. Go ahead and subscribe. The way it's going to shake itself out is that the good high school recruiting teams like Georgia, like Alabama, maybe not Alabama because Saban's gone, but the good ones are still going to be good. Those guys aren't going to get a lot of cash. So you're going to be able to save your cash to retain players and go into the portal and bring players in. That means that you they're almost separate departments within a football office. That means you should still be darn good in recruiting if you built those relationships. And I don't think that Josh Heupel wants to go into year five, six, seven without a top five class. Would you agree with that? Actually, I would disagree with that. And I'm just going to break it down. Why? Okay. Hey, Dave, guess where, guess where Michigan was in talent composite rankings in 2023? Wait on me. They were number 14, barely ahead of Florida. Because here's what talent composite rankings can't quantify. And this is where, in an age of transfer portal NIL, it's not just about talent composite rankings. It's about experience. It's about keeping your team together. And you saw that in the Rose Bowl when Michigan played Alabama. Alabama was the more talented team. I think you watched that game. I watched that game. We all watched that game coming away thinking Alabama had at least more talent than Michigan. But we also saw Michigan as a much more disciplined team, didn't we? And Great. that's why they won the game. That's going to be the difference in this era. You, this is where you were ahead of the curve. And I'm going, to try, I'm going to give you a lot of credit for this. You said as the market works itself out in the era of the transfer portal, NIL would be more focused on – there would be a greater focus on retaining players than adding new talent. Have you not noticed that's exactly what Tennessee did this offseason? Yes. They spent their – they focused on retaining players. I think because of that era, because of the NIL era and the transfer portal, having raw talent doesn't have as much value as it had 
five years ago. And the reason it doesn't have the same level of value is because there's a you need the combination of raw talent and having played together for a while. We're entering an era where it's going to be like basketball, where you can't win, you can't build a dynasty off one and duns. John Calipari has one national title in his career, given all of his NBA draft picks, because one and duns experience to a certain degree is a factor over one and duns. And I'm not some old guy that's like, you've got to play the seniors. The three years of experience matter so too, much. No, I'm not that too early, too early for the voice for me. Too early for the voice. <laughs> But the reason I'm I'm really serious about this is that having the most talented team this year is not the same as having the most talented team in 2015 because chances are the most talented team this year has played together half as long as the most talented team in 2015 did. And I think in the age of NIL and Transfer Portal, it is important to keep players more than it is to go after talent. And that's actually going to give an advantage to how teams apply their NIL and I think Tennessee is applying it on, let's try to keep, yes, they they spent the big bucks on Nico Iamaliava, and now there's a lawsuit over it, okay? But at the end of the day, their big focus was keeping players this year, and that's a huge advantage. Let me ask you a couple of quick hitters. Um, and the message board, you can uh, you can jump in on this, and Fallout Zone, I'm going to steal your thoughts on another 10-win season. So I'm going to start with that. Another 10-win season, and Tennessee jumps in the recruiting rankings. Do you agree or disagree with that? If it's just 10 wins, I actually disagree. I think Tennessee has to jump way. I, I think Tennessee has to do way better than 10 wins. Um, because I, I do think. I think Tennessee jumps into the seven, eight category just by natural boost. If they're 10, cause they make the college football playoff to get beyond that, be considered elite being the one, two or three spot. I think they've got to go deeper. So I, I guess I half agree with you. Half disagree, half agree. Okay, that's fair. Splitting the baby over here. King Solomon. We got a, we got a King Solomon. We got Dave Solomon. I hate that, I hate that term. It's such a terrible graphic. Um, so it, uh, my question is, second quick hitter, is there any concern that Josh Heupel won't be an elite recruiter especially if NIL tends to even itself out. I mean, are the concerns about Josh Heupel being a recruiter, which that was the major concern when he was hired, are they over and done with? I think that, no, I don't think there's much of a concern because I'm still, I think Josh Heupel has the base level of work ethic in recruiting. I think that's shown. Now he doesn't have... I'll give him some credit. He doesn't have Lane Kiffin's level of recruiting, you know, flying helicopters to uh, high school games to try to lure players, as you remember, Dave, very well, right? With him and Ed Orgeron. Yes. Yep. Um, he doesn't have that. But I do think he has a base level. And I think once you're at that base level, usually the program starts to sell. The program and your wins start to sell themselves. So as long as Hypel's winning and Tennessee's NIL is up to snuff, I don't think there's a lot of extra work Hypel has to do. I think... And and this has been my, I think when you look at the success of recruiting, the program and the coach's resume recruit way more than the coach's actual recruiting abilities. Is that fair? Is that a fair statement? That that's a fair statement. That that is a fair statement. And we, and we talked about retaining. So I want to throw this at you. Um, you would now on this national signing day that is pretty much nothing. Would you trade Cooper Mays for one five-star? Because that's what they had to go after. That now, I know they're not apples and apples, okay? It's not NIL money, but it kind of is, too. You're going to have to promise a five-star guy some cash. 
Would you rather have Cooper Mays or a five-star, five short and long-term? I mean, for the right, Cooper Mays. Cooper Mays. Okay, Cooper Mays. All right. Two five-stars. I, I, I might go Cooper Mays. I would, I, too. I still might go Cooper Mays. I would, too. Three five-stars. Yes. Yes, yes, I'd still take Cooper Mace. He's worth three five I would stars. Too. I would I would too. And he's the ultimate example of the retainage guy. Four five stars. Where do we stop? I mean, yes, 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 yes. I, I feel weird Cooper saying it. Over four five stars. The 2002 class had five five stars. How'd that class turn out? Not great. All right. <sighs> Five five stars. What at what point would I have to get where you would say I'd rather have that for the long term talent level of the program as opposed to the elite player? And Cooper Mays is elite. He's all SEC right now. Okay, I'll go. I'll, I'll I'll think I'll draw the line at five. I think five is a good line draw. And the reason I say five is at that point it's like okay, you're bound to keep at least three of those in the program, right? Probably. Well, that's the factor, and you brought up a great point. The 50-60%, I think, is a pretty good number of the guys that you're going to keep. So if, if Tennessee gets five five-stars, do they have two and a half because they have to split the wide receiver um, <laughs> <laughs> at some point? Um, it would honestly be because of where Tennessee is in a program, and this would sound stupid, like Brock Bowers, like – I'd, if I'm Georgia, I'd rather have a year out of uh, uh, maybe Brock Bowers, but I'd rather have six five stars because I believe there's another guy that is a lower level player than Brock Bowers, but a guy that can go ahead and uh, make plays for you and be a fill in. So, and when you talk about 50 or 60% are actually going to make an impact because they're going to transfer any somewhere else. Yeah, I think you have to get to five before you would trade a Cooper Maze for that. Now, Smoky Mountain Red says, and uh, let me bring it up. He says, sorry, Coop, but a solid five-star line with Nico. I will take that any day. You would be. T it takes most of the time for offensive linemen. That's why I like Lance Hurd so much. Most of the time for offensive linemen, you don't even get in the rotation in the SEC, right? I mean, you're just sitting there trying to put on weight. So, um you would have that line be an impact maybe in 2025. It wouldn't be an impact in 2024, and 2025 is arguable. So I get where you're going. Uh, Mead says all three stars in a boatload of steroids. Unstoppable, Nebraska-style. Bring it. I love it. Uh, Bowers is balding. I can diagnose that for him. It may be the juice. Is that what we're saying, that Brock Bowers is on the juice? So – our new topic is, is Brock Bowers on the juice? Well, are we sure? Because we we heard Nebraska style and then I heard the juice and you know what I, you know where I'm going with that. So, well, listen, um, I'm kind of, maybe I'm a libertarian. I'm kind of with the mindset, as long as you don't get caught, go for it. I got no problem with that. Um, no, not with steroids. That ruins people's bodies. Okay. There was a suicide outbreak oh, of no, high doesn't. school kids. No, it doesn't. Yes, I, it does. Okay. All right. No, it doesn't, because I know people in testosterone that at 60 years old 
look better than you and you're in your mid thirties. So I'm just telling you now, long-term there might be an issue, but anyway, that's the problem. Long-term. If you're having to compete and play a sport, you're doing it over a 10 year period. It's a long-term. Would you rather, would you rather look buff and be a a fantastic football? Okay. Let me ask you this thing, Caleb. I'm not going to get too sidetracked, but if somebody came to you and said, I can give you this magic juice and it's going to make you the best broadcaster writer ever. And it's going to mean a financial change for your family and the family tree, but it's going to lop 10 years off of your life. Would you do it? Probably would, but that's not the point. Uh, you're right. I would do, but then the point. no, it's not it's because not then, point. wait, wait, here's the problem. Then to compete, everybody would have to do it. So even if you want to compete and you don't want to put your body at risk now to make it a fair playing field, you have to do that. That's my problem with steroids. My issue with steroids is not if a player does it himself and wants to ruin his life. It's that if it becomes widespread, then to compete, you have to be able to do it. Here, here's the bottom line. And maybe, just maybe pushing 50, I've done my research. Caleb, um, there are performance enhancing things that you can do, such as LASIK. Okay, and I've done that thanks to Campbell Cunningham, Taylor, and Han. There are other oh performance enhancing. There are other... Where you draw the line is interesting, but it's a lot safer than you might think. Um, the problem is you could get addicted to the results of it, and then suddenly you're not cycling off. Not that I've done any research. All right. <laughs> and by the way, women prefer the dad bod to steroids. That is true. Great point, Colton. Women prefer the dad bod. That Do they so prefer the dad bod? I don't women know. I mean, I, I think... Okay, I'm very surprised, and I hope this isn't just blind allegiance, but National Signing Day and Balls don't have a top 10 class. How does that sit with you? Still building all good. I get 73% of the vote. I can live with it. 22% of the vote. Josh Heupel has to recruit better. 5%. Guys, I want to be honest with you. I think you're looking at this a little bit with orange glasses. I I do believe Tennessee has to recruit better long-term. I don't think 12 for the next five years is going to make it 12th best in the nation. Do you? I know. I still think it will. This is my debate with you. Okay. I think it will. I think, okay. I think because I think Tennessee is going to apply. Here's a way to think about it. Just one real quick thing. If you focus on experience, it means you're not going to be a powerhouse every year. Right. But that means yes. every two or three years, every two or three years, you put a national title contender on the floor. Is that fair to say? And isn't that if you're Tennessee and you have a legit title caliber team every three years, isn't that a pretty good deal? Yes. Yes. There you go. Okay. I'm not, I mean, I'm not totally arguing with you. I think you can do it more than one way. I think you are talking about Jim Harbaugh, who's one of the better coaches of our generation, given what he's done in the NFL and college. So if Josh Heupel is that, then certainly he can take a bunch of 12th rated classes and turn them into a national champion. Uh, we're arguing dad bod, dad bod, but they want the lights off. It's a fair trade. Hey, whoa. 